from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Glenn Moore, our guest, Baylor softball coach here on ESPN Central Texas. Coach, another player who's been having a lot of success at the plate is Taylor Ellis with a hit in 10 straight games. What have you been seeing from her that, that's making her so successful at the plate? You know, I, I'm glad you brought her up because she, I think she has 10 straight games. She's a, she just plays with a, a chip on her shoulder all the time. It's like every at bat is a challenge to her. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Our focus right now is on Texas Tech because we need to win a ball game. We, we lost three in a row now, and we need to win a ball game. We're going to have our name up there on the board with the committee, and we're at a 38 RPI, and we need to win a ball game and have some momentum in this tournament. So our focus is on Texas Tech, and then uh, you know we'll, we'll deal with the Sooners when we get there. But I tell you, this team's not afraid of them. If you watch this play, uh, them in the doubleheader, you saw us come out swinging like our backs were – against the wall and I think Lou led off with a double right away and uh, Emily hit well so we, we fought him a little bit and just couldn't stay with him. Now this is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome into the John Moore Show. I'm Garrett Ross flying solo today. J-Mo is out taking care of some family business up in the Metroplex. He will be back tomorrow, and we will resume things as normal. Uh, you hear Coach Glenn Moore there in the open, him carving out time each week in his busy schedule to come on with us. It's always nice. So what we're going to do here today, uh, J-Mo sent some audio from the Sikkim podcast that him and Brooke Bednars do uh, with Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling Head Coach Felicia Mulkey. Uh, we'll let you hear that coming up in segment two. Uh, what I want to do in segment three, yesterday uh, Matt Mosley and Stephen Simcox had former Lady Bear Head Coach Kim Mulkey on. She really hasn't had an opportunity to reach out and leave her farewell, right, to Baylor Nation. Uh, she kind of got out of town fast, headed to LSU, and resumed that role there. On Mother's Day, she did uh, – tweet out a message to Baylor Nation thanking uh, everybody for you know what this community, what this school meant to her and all the success to come along with it. So uh, I think it's a good way to kind of say farewell, best of luck going forward to, to Coach Mulkey. And we'll let you hear that coming up in segment three. And so earlier today, I was doing some show prep coming in, and I always like to check the Big 12 website. I, I need to know what is going on in the Big 12 conference at all times. Uh, it's really beneficial to me, uh, you know, for all of the shows that we do. And one of the cool things that I come across on here that I was unaware of is Baylor's Acura Nugent of the t uh, track and field team has been named Women's Athlete of the Week. Acura pulled off a pair of wins at the Aggie Invitational. Uh, she posted two win-aided marks in the win in the 100 meters and the 110 meter hurdles. She recorded a 12.9 in the 110 and she reported 11 to one in the 100 meters. So she was booking it. So congratulations to Acura Nugent, uh, another well-represented athlete for Baylor University out there taking care of business. 
Another cool thing that I come across was college or profootballfocus.com. Uh, they're doing their rankings right now by position for players. Uh, and one of the ones that they recently released comes uh, for the cornerback position. And Riley Tejada comes in at number nine here on this list. Um, they say that we didn't hear Tejada's name much, called much last season, which is a terrific sign for outside cornerback. He locked down the side of the field for most of the season, allowing under 35 yards in coverage in eight of his nine starts. Uh, the last outing of the season was pretty rough as he allowed seven catches for 124 yards and a couple of touchdowns. But up until that point, there were few bones to pick with the, his play. Tejada allowed just 10 catches for 89 yards and no touchdowns before that final game. Uh, those numbers bordered on his shutdown status. Uh, ba the Baylor product is a smaller end. The Baylor product is on the smaller end of the position at 5'10", 188 pounds, but he makes up for it with great all-around athleticism. He's going to challenge TCU's Travius Hodges Tomlinson for the best cornerback in the Big 12 this season. And I really don't think that you could – there's many bones to pick with that argument there. Uh, we all know how good Riley Tejada is. Uh, he is really a savior in that back end. He's, he's one of the more consistent players and leaders on that defense. So I think that's kind of a fair assessment for him there. And you hear at the end how they were talking about comparing him with TCU and midway product Travius Hodges Tomlinson. Uh, he comes in at fourth in this list. And what they say about Travius is after playing less than 100 snaps as a three-star true freshman in 2019, Hodges Tomlinson struggled to a 45.4 coverage grade and TCU's 2020 opener. But after shaking off the rust, the sophomore went on to post the FBS high 90.6 coverage grade while allowing just 12 catches on 45 targets. He also came away with 14 pass breakups. Armed with a mirror ability that gets as, as good as it gets at the position, the TCU cornerback routinely finds himself playing the ball well at the catch point. He forced tight coverage on about 57% of his targets in 2020 and the highest rate among Power 5 cornerbacks. Don't underestimate this 5'9", 177-pound corner as he is going to play far more physically than his size suggests so you know I know it's a rivalry thing but it's a hometown product uh, you know going up there taking care of business it is another big 12 player uh, who is getting recognition in the preseason ranks which I think is really great for this conference and to round it out what they have on this list is they have Derek Stingley Jr. from LSU coming in at number one they have Ahmad Garner from Cincinnati coming in at number two Eli Ricks from LSU coming in at number three uh, then uh, coming following Travius at number five, they have Josh Joby of Alabama. Uh, they have Kair Elam of Florida coming in at number six. Trent McDuffie of Washington coming in at number seven. Taiwan Mullen of Indiana coming in at eight. And then after Riley, they have uh, Storm Duck. That's a name right there. Storm Duck from North Carolina rounds out this list at number 10. And they always, one of the cool things that I like about this is they always leave you for one to think about, one to keep an eye on. And that is going to be De'Aaron Kendrick um, from Ohio State. So they have the Ohio State cornerback as one to keep an eye on. So I'm a sucker for all of these lists. I know some people, it's their niche. Uh, some people don't really care for it that much. Uh, it is, I'm real big on college football and preseason rankings and things like this. Uh, it's just always fun for me to have an opportunity to talk football, capitalize on that. So I'm going to take advantage of it anytime I can do that.
Some other Big 12 players who are receiving recognition at different positions on this list are um, Oklahoma wide receiver Marvin Mims. Marvin Mims, to me, I had an opportunity to cover him in high school. He was one of the most prolific and dynamic high school receivers that I have ever seen uh, coming out of Frisco Lone Star. He was a lot of fun to cover, and it's exciting to see what he's able to do up in Norman. Um, Some other players to keep an eye on uh, from these different positions include Iowa State tight end Charlie Collar. He's coming in as the number one rated tight end in the nation. And I really don't think you can argue with that, man. Uh, He put up some ridiculous numbers. He's a good uh, safety net for Brock Purdy if the protection breaks down. Uh, Another tight end who makes this list from the Big 12 is Oklahoma's Austin Stogner. Uh, He comes in at number eight on this list. And uh, not Big 12 related, but the state of Texas related. So we got to show some love to the Aggies. Uh, It's going to be... Jalen Watermeyer, I know he's dealing with an injury right now, but he should be good to go once this season starts. One position group where the Big 12 is getting a lot of love is coming in at running back this season, and I think that this is pretty straightforward. When you look at all the talented running backs in the the Big 12 conference, I'm really not surprised by this. Uh, One of the guys who I've been really high on since really since he was in high school is Deuce Vaughn of Kansas State. He's coming in at number two on this list. Kennedy Brooks from Oklahoma comes in at number three. Uh, Then you go on down and you'll have Brees Hall coming in at number six. And then the... This one, I don't really agree with this one as being a name to watch, okay? I think that this guy should have honestly made the list. I know he had a small sample size last year, but it was really dynamic, and it forced uh, the previous starting running back to transfer, and that is Bijan Robinson from Texas. I I feel like he should have made this list cut and dry. Uh, one name that was left off of here that I don't agree with as well is Isaiah Spiller from Texas A&M. I think Isaiah Spiller is one of the top five running backs in the nation uh, coming out representing for the Aggies. And last but not least, let's talk about those quarterbacks. I, look, we all know Spencer Rattler is dynamic, right? Like If you've had an opportunity to watch Spencer Rattler, you know what you're getting with that kid. He is something special, and he comes in as the number one overall quarterback entering into next season. Another Texas native. He's not, you know, but he's transferred now. It's De'Aaron King out at Miami. He's from Manville. Uh, he's coming in at the number three position on this list. But then you don't have Brock Purdy make this list. This is another one of those things where I'm trying to like wrap my head around the, the process, the thinking. And the good thing about these, right, there, nobody's going to agree with everything. So it's for argument's sake. It, it's great content for us to come on these shows like this and talk about. But there's no way that Brock Purdy can't make this list. Uh, he is to me, the second best quarterback in the Big 12 right now, uh, behind Spencer Rattler, uh, and I, I, you know I mentioned De'Aaron King on this list as a Texas native. I'm putting Brock Purdy ahead of De'Aaron King every day, all day. It does not matter. But hey, it is what it is. To each his own. Everybody has their own opinion. But those were some of those fun nuggets that I, you know I was coming across, and I wanted to mention them here in this opening segment. Uh, uh, so. But going forward, like I mentioned earlier, in segment two, we will let you hear from acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey, uh, something that J-Mo and Brooke Bednars were able to do on their Sikkim podcast. And then coming up in segment three, I'll let you hear from former Baylor women's basketball coach Kim Mulkey as she sat down with Steven Simcox and Matt Mosley yesterday on the Matt Mosley Show. You're listening to The John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas, brought to you by Diamore Fine Jewelers. You know they're at 4501. West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies tonight. It's going to be a cool evening with lows dropping to 54 degrees. Tomorrow we start with a few clouds, but skies becoming mostly sunny. It'll be warmer with a high of 74 and mostly sunny on Friday with a high of 80 degrees. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Have you heard about the new quesadilla? That's right, quesadilla. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-418-5778. 800-418-5778. 800-418-5778. That's 800-418-5778. Don't you wish everyone spoke about you the way your mom does? You know, it's no wonder this guy made his mama proud. She always wanted him to be a doctor. Hi there, I'm the Foundation Doctor. That's Ronnie Weathorn, the Foundation Doctor. My team and I have accumulated over 70 years experience dealing with Central Texas soils and foundations. We're always honest with you and would never suggest work you don't need. If we say we can fix it, we will. And our warranties, well, they're the best in the business. We treat your home like it's our mom's in hopes that you will speak as highly about us as she does. If you think you need foundation repair, you're in good hands with the doctor. If you don't believe me, just ask my mom. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls, the foundation doctor will make a house call. business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something then let the pros at mallory screen printing and embroidery do the job for you they can customize your logo on t-shirts caps dress shirts golf shirts winter apparel and more stickers for any occasion banners and signs large or small see more at malloryprint.com or call 1-800-433-2220 for your next custom screen printing or embroidery check out their full catalog at malloryprint.com Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. 
Racing. Your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back into the John Morris Show. I am your host, Garrett Ross, flying solo today. J-Mo is up in the Metroplex taking care of some family matters. He will be back tomorrow, and we will resume the show as normal. But coming up in this segment, I want to let you hear from uh, Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling Head Coach Felicia Mulkey. J-Mo and Brooke Bednars were able to catch up with her as part of their Sikkim podcast. And what they're going to be talking about here is how this month is Mental Health Awareness Month and how this impacts her program and everybody around around her. I think we all know somebody who has been impacted and struggles with mental health. So this is going to be a great topic, but here is J-Mo and Brooke Bednars with Coach Fee. I think it shows a lot. And this is a uh, an issue that I think maybe was uh, um, swept under the rug in years past, but now it's out in the open and we're putting a lot of resources to that. And Coach Fee, you're the one, you're a good one to speak to this from a coach's perspective. How important is this in this day and time to have, uh, you know, Baylor Athletics dedicate so many resources to the mental health of our student athletes? You know, it's, it's much needed and amazing. And, um, especially in the year of COVID needed more. I think we, we all needed a little extra support during that, but, um, what Baylor has done with this resource, and I, I was here prior to it being, you know, I've kind of been here through the process. Um, it's just such an extra level of care for our student athletes. And I think sometimes, you know, from a, I think there's always been a stigma with mental health, unfortunately, and I hope that's changing. And I feel like it's changing. Mm-hmm. Change is slow sometimes. But I think from a coach's perspective, sometimes um, you may think, well, I don't want this person talking to my my athlete, what, what if they, what if they say something I don't want them to say, you know? And I think, um, for me, and I don't think our, our coaches here are saying that I'd be interested to talk to them and ask them. But for me, it wasn't, Oh, there's someone else talking to my student athlete. It was, Oh, thank goodness. I, I, because, um, everybody, I, you know, my, my door is always open and the majority of my student athletes will come and talk to me and, and they know there's no judgment with me. Right. And I can be a sounding board. I can be, I like to create that relationship with my student athlete where they know that I'm going to go to the mat for them. I'm going to fight for them if they're honest with me, you know, and that's part of my philosophy and how I coach. But there is a time in those meetings where I'm like, I would love for you to go talk to Dr. Mo. Have you thought about doing that? Because I do care about the student athlete and I do want them to, to help them. And there are some things that are above my pay grade or, you know, I didn't go to school for that and things that I don't know. And, and, you know, as a coach, but you, you try to relay personal experience, you know, and say, you know, I know what you're going through, you know, but there's just, sometimes they need that extra level of support and to be able to offer it here at Baylor. And back to what I said earlier, 100% trust in Dr. Mo. And she is, we are lucky to have her. Every school is going to try to come and get her because it's not mm. just that we have mental health support. We have her mm. and that, that is the difference for me. I mean, she is amazing she understands athletics in a way. She understands that um, what these student athletes are going through as a student athlete at a university, not just as a student at a university. And let's face it, there's there's a lot to deal with in both of those categories. It's different as a student athlete, and there's a different level of pressure. And to have her in our corner and, and helping our student athletes 
um, deal with things that they need to deal with. It's, it's made a huge difference and it's welcomed. And, um, yeah, I'm grateful that Baylor took the step and they need to make sure they keep Dr. Mo around. <laughs> honestly, she's the, she is the, um, the key to all of it. Well, and one thing we've, you know, doesn't matter who we're talking to, uh, the phrase preparing champions for life is something that across the board Baylor athletics preaches and you kind of see it even through her, um, you know, it is truly preparing champions for life across the board, taking a village truly to help these student athletes from the moment they step on campus to the time that they graduate to continue out into the world. Uh, so how do you coach Mulkey think that, you know, by our athletes taking the time to visit with them, that that is truly helping them and taking them that step further into preparing them for a champion for life. And it's not seen as like you said, maybe a stigma of, of taking a step back as a student athlete. Sometimes student athletes feel, you know, maybe that that could hinder their progress as a student athlete. And as a coach, I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Sure. And you know, you hear, you hear stories from across the country where student athletes don't feel like they can go and seek mental health because of repercussions from their coaches or whatnot. And, um, silliness, you know, is what that is to me. And, and it makes me sad that if that is happening across the country, it, it is such an important piece. I think I wish I had a Dr. Mo to talk to when I was 18 to 22 years old, figuring my life out in college. Cause I, I'll tell you this story. When I was 15, I thought I knew everything. And then when I turned 18, I was like, what an idiot I was at 15. Cause clearly mm -hmm. I know everything now. And then I did the same thing at 21. I did the same thing. And, and I'm not saying these kids think they know everything, but there's just this learning piece and this, this thing, this, um, part of life that these young people are going through that, um, with the proper support, there could be self-awareness. There could be coping mechanisms for stress and anxiety. There could be just digging through something that's been there that they need to dig through that I am not qualified to help them dig through that can really help them get to the next level of, of their life. Not necessarily, I mean, winning's one thing and it's awesome, but I mean, when they're 35 and 45, like that's when I, I want to know that they're winning. Right. So, um, I feel like, it, she is probably doing the most <laughs> to prepare champions for life, quite honestly, because the skills um, that and, the, you know, what she does it, with everyone is different. But from the student athletes that I've talked to that have come back, there are people on my team that that are that talk to Dr. Mo that I don't know about, which is completely fine. And I'm happy about that. Right. The ones that come back and share like. I met with Dr. Mo and this is what I learned about myself. And this is how I'm going to, you know, I, I can cope with this stress and I can, I can do this. And what it told me is they're learning coping mechanisms that I could never teach them. And, and they're learning about themselves things that I could never help them learn. So, um, I think that's really important. And I think about how much farther ahead these young people are going to be coming out. They've learned everything they need to know from the best university in the country, right. To prepare them for life. And then hopefully I taught them some life skills, maybe a flip or something, but some <laughs> life skills, but to be able to also have this extra layer of, of learning and education and, and, um, whatever it is they're going through, they have this really safe space that they can go to with a trusted, a trusted individual. And, um, you can see the athletes flourish. The ones, the ones that I know that have spoken with, with her, be able to come back and if they feel like sharing and she always, you know, tells them if they want to share and it, and it, and to, you see them flourish, you see their performance improve, um, you see their grades improve, you know, and I, I think that is just so, so important. So I'm a huge advocate and, uh, more so grateful than I am an advocate of, of what just the, what Baylor has done and then what Dr. Mo was doing. 
Well, and especially, and you said this earlier, especially so this year coming out of a COVID year, I mean, that just adds, I, I, I think that adds a level of, uh, I guess stress is the right word, in ways that we don't even know about, mm-hmm. you know, for student athletes. Yes, Um and I, I don't even think they realized it yeah. was happening. We had, I, again, I wish I would have kept a journal because I'm watching this. I love to watch the dynamics of the team grow into into what it, it needs to be at the end of the year. And I was watching this team, and I'm like, what in the world is going on? And they were doing awesome. They didn't even know they were struggling. And I would say in practice, y'all, this is hard. Like, you don't you don't realize that this is hard, and, and you don't – you may have things going on you don't know about, you know, because if you think about it subconsciously, they had to change that routine, right? Mm-hmm. Literally had to change the routine. So subconsciously they're waiting on the shoe to drop. Like, mm-hmm. well, what's going to happen now? What's going to, you know, what's going to happen before we go? And just it, it, being a student athlete is hard and, and challenging being a student athlete during COVID that there's a level that I don't know that we can understand what they went through <laughs> because we're not actually going right. through it and right. training and what they're doing. So, um, yeah, it was it was a tough year. They made it. I think they flourished, but um, with with a lot of help from our friends. <laughs> let's just from our village. Let's say that. Well, when you think about it, you know, athletes are so used to routine. It's everything about their college life because they are student athletes has to be very organized. Every hour of the day is accounted for, and. This year, it's just been like, hey, we're you're supposed to travel here. Now we're not. You know, you weren't on this group. Now you are. Mm-hmm. You can't go to class because it has to be online, and now you have to figure it out. Right. Um, you know, you're tutoring. You can't go see your tutor in person. Now it's online. Um, all those things. And then also just, I'm sure... I, if I was competing in acrobatics and tumbling, which I should never, but I would be super nervous before a meet. And I feel like I would, I know that just going to get a COVID test, you know, a little anxious of like, please let's be negative so I can keep competing or mm-hmm. keep going on. Um, all those little things weren't really talked about ever. And we just kind of, everyone expected, okay, you get the opportunity to compete coach Mulkey, make sure it's perfect and go out there. And, and there's a lot that goes into those conversations. So I'm interested if, you know, you talked about, you know, having those little harsh conversations or talking about, there's no, um, I forget your word, but no, um, replacement for experience. Uh, were there any conversations about, you know, a check-in? Um, I'm sure there were, but talk about that of check-in of like, how are you doing as a person? And do you see the benefit of that on and off the mat? We do a check-in at the beginning of every practice with the whole team, and and it's uh, they know that that's the time to get everything on the table, and they don't have to tell what's going on with them, but if you are having a bad day, you say it. I'm having a bad day. I don't want to talk about it at that point, and then, then you know, group of, of women and probably men too. I don't know. I've never coached men, but – um, then you've got, you know, those other 46 people around you aren't reading your body language and your facial expression. So we have those check-ins every day. And then obviously individual check-ins if we were worried about, you know, just concerned about anything. And I like, I will, I observe more. I'm sure all coaches do this. I observe more at practice, less about skills and more about interactions and their mentality and where are they mentally. Cause the mentally toughest team's going to win physically. You got to be tough, right? We need that, but mentally toughest team's going to win. And we did have those check-ins and we, I let them know I think there's something to humility. And I would tell them how tough it was for me. And every whatever days we were getting tested, I would be a nervous wreck, not even knowing it, would be a nervous wreck until Emily texted me and said, we're all, we're all negative. Well, you don't think that, yeah, I'm doing that for the whole team. 
and for me, it's like, because if, if, and sometimes they weren't all negative. Right. Mm -hmm. And so then like, what's the fallout from that? They were doing the same thing, waiting on their test to come in. And the stress on them was, yeah, you don't want to get sick and get COVID. You don't want, but then you also don't want to lose your place in the starting lineup. You don't want to have to sit out for two weeks. You don't want to have to do. And so their level of stress was the same. I'm stressed for all of them. And they were also waiting on those tests to come sure. out. Those are some of the things that we talked about. And I was like, I hear you because yeah, that is I me. Get it. <laughs> and, and Emily Boyer knew not to call me because if she called me on those mornings, I would go, what? <laughs> and she's like, no, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so she, she got to the point where she would text me. So that way, at least I would just see her name and I could hit it really quick and it would, she would give me the news. But if she, she could totally call me about something else and she got like the evil eye voice, like what yeah. is this? So, um, they were feeling that level of stress too, you know, and, and, and if you think about all that goes, they all want to compete. They're, Baylor athletes are different. They're special. These Baylor students are special. They are amazing student athletes. And so not only do they want to not want to miss practice for 14 days or whatever it was. I remember the time they don't want to miss class. They don't want to be out. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, imagine that. So I'm sure, you know, I, I'm sure Dr. Mo got a lot, had a lot of those conversations. I bet she was working overtime this year because I saw it on my team and I'm uh, sorry. I saw it on my team and, and, and what kind of, we tried to work through it best we could there, but um, they all, every, I said this after we won the championship, but like everybody that competed coaches and administrators to deserve some sort of trophy this year. Cause it was, it was tough. And I think in every sport, I don't think it was just A and T. Yeah. That is coach fee with, uh, Brooke Bednars and JMO talking about mental health awareness and what it means to her and what it means to that program. I think it's something that's very important, uh, near and dear to my heart. So I'm glad they were able to get that conversation in, but coming up next, I'm going to let you hear from coach Kim Mulkey. She caught up with Steven Simcox and Matt Mosley yesterday on the Matt Mosley show. You're listening to the John Moore show on 1660 ESPN. Baylor baseball. All season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The Bears next in action this weekend in Stillwater against Oklahoma State. Games Friday at 6, Saturday at 1, and Sunday at 1 for the Bears and the Cowboys. Coach Rod and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show with Steven Simcox. Exceptional experience, extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry. Trial lawyers with over 100 years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry now has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. If you need a lawyer that has exceptional experience and provides extraordinary results for clients, call them in Waco, 254-651-3690. Again, that's 254-651-3690. You can also visit the website and learn more about the firm at www.swclaw.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, 
helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. My house has a new here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate universal windows central texas.com that's universal windows central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure and check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct espn radio sports center I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Slovacic Sausage and West. The Dallas Cowboys will travel to take on defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the NFL kickoff game on Thursday, September 9th at Raymond James Stadium. Logan Webb struck out 10 and in 6 innings and the Giants beat the Rangers 4-2. Rangers have the day off before starting a series with the Astros in Houston tomorrow. Astros beat the Angels 5-1 and wrap up that series tonight. First pitch at 7-10. Mavericks four-game win streak came to an end last night as the Grizzlies dropped the Mavs 1-30 to 104. Mavericks host the Pelicans tonight. Tip is at 8 o'clock. Rockets are at the Lakers tonight. Tip at 9.30 and Spurs at the Nets. Tip at 7 o'clock. Baylor women's basketball coach Nikki Collin announced that Director of Athletic Performance Jeremy Hefner will remain with the program. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. What it told me is they're learning coping mechanisms that I could never teach them. And, and they're learning about themselves things that I could never help them learn. So um, I think that's really important. And I think about how much farther ahead these young people are going to be coming out. They've learned everything they need to know from the best university in the country, right, to prepare them for life. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios on ESPN Central Texas. Kim Mulkey uh, getting ready to go into the Hall of Fame. Kim, do you miss us yet? I mean, do you? I, I don't. I'm not talking about the media exactly, but do you? Do, do you? Do you miss us? Uh, now that it's been a couple of weeks, I'm, I'm still having a, a difficult time uh, processing all this. But um, I, I hope you miss us a little bit. Matt, Matt, 
Central Texas is always going to be part of my life. I'm going to keep my home here. My daughter, my grandchildren, son-in-law will be here. You don't spend 21 years of your life doing what we've done and and not love and, and be a part of Central Texas always and forever. Uh, so I don't like to use the word miss because I'll be coming back and forth so often. And uh, who knows where, when my career's over, if I'll end up, you know, in Louisiana or if I'll end up in Texas. Uh, but, no, uh, I don't like to use the word miss because I love everybody here, and I'm going to always be in touch with folks here. All right. And, and I got to ask, I mean, Kim, did it come down to – uh, just both sides were kind of ready. Obviously, you had an incredible opportunity, uh, get infinite resources there at LSU. I get all that. You're from there. But, man, we loved you. I mean, this was a uh, – on the Baylor side of things, You, this is where you became a legend. This is where you all won all these national titles. So uh, we were not ready to give you up uh, selfishly. I, I'm just kind of wondering if you could, you know, what if you could speak to what why it exactly had to come to this and it was it one of those things where just both sides were kind of ready to move on well i certainly can't speak for for baylor's side okay you would have to ask mac rhodes that what i can tell you is throughout my life i have been blessed to um to surround myself with excellence and, man, did we have some great runs here at Baylor. And the thing that I'm most proud of, other than the championships, we continued to do it, Matt, on a consistent basis for 21 years. And that is so hard. And you don't do it by yourself. You do it because the community bought in. You do it because uh, it, it, the, you just had resources to do it at Baylor. It was just a timing thing that felt right in my life. And, um, you know, I left Louisiana Tech after 19 years over a one-year contract. And I cried many a day when I got here and lived in an apartment. Uh, but I was such a principled person, I knew that no matter what happened, I was making the right move. And no one influences me. I, I basically a uh, single mother and a woman, and it's just a feel in your gut, and it just told me that this was the right move to make at, at, at this time. And um, the hardest part, you know, I shared in my advertisement uh, in the paper Sunday was leaving, number one, my team and those players first, and then secondly, the fans. Yeah, and I saw that full-page ad. I mean, have you, um, uh, have, have you know, leaving these players? I mean, how do you handle that? One of the players has already followed you to Baton Rouge. That's got to be an interesting situation because you recruit these players. You just love them. I mean, they're like your own daughters in a lot of ways. And then, boom, you're, you go somewhere else. Now, of course, you can do a one-time transfer at any time. Kim, how, is it, how do you handle something like that when you have people who came to Baylor, maybe in part, a lot of part, because of you and your staff members? Um, what, how, I mean, is that, a, is that a tricky situation? You want to honor the place you've been, but yet you sure would like some help from these, uh, these young women you recruited. Well, first of all, telling the team was the hardest part. Um, I couldn't talk. I was very emotional. 
And I simply said, I'm going home. That's all I could tell them. Uh, There was no great explanation. There was nothing that would comfort me or comfort them. It was just, it was time for me to go home. And of LSU. So I can't have any more communication with the players. Um, And so our job every day as coaches is to look in the transfer portal. And when you see a player that leaves a program that you helped build, well, certainly I'm familiar with that player and I'm going to go after her. So um, Hannah was the first one that came in the portal and you bet we, uh, you know, made the decision to, to, you know, Hey, let's go get her. And, um, you know, it's not a thing of trying to hurt a, a program. Are you kidding me? How could I ever hurt anybody uh, at Baylor? Uh, but you're right. It's also a business in that um, if you have an opportunity to get a great player out of a portal and you're familiar with them, you certainly can't not recruit them. Kim, how much did this uh, arena play a role in anything? I, I saw rumors or some reports about uh, – Uh, And obviously you had talked to the Waco Trib when they asked you about, hey, where would you prefer it? I don't think you ever hid that. You wanted it on campus. Um, I guess what I would wonder is, like, why was – why was that that important to you? I guess it, some parts of me think, you know what, that you know, you're, it's going to be a gorgeous place wherever they put it. Uh, hopefully, you're going to have great locker rooms, offices. Why? Why was that particular point such a sticking point for you over the years? Like where that uh, where that new arena was going to be located? Well, it so many things have been written, Matt, and and you're you're part of the media and and journalist and all that. I just there's. There's just nothing out there that I've read that is the truth other than just take it at face value. I'm going home. We can nitpick everything from an arena uh, to uh, my relationship with Mac to uh, my name on a court. I've seen no. I even saw a political deal. None of it made my decision. Now, to answer your question about the arena downtown, that was not why I left. That was something that for a year now I have expressed it publicly. It's not any secret that I didn't want it downtown. And I don't know why all of a sudden that has become a big deal that that's why I left. Listen, I am just a small part of Baylor University. And I think that, you know, I am a taxpayer, and why can't I have an opinion if that is where I'm going to go to work every day? Why can't my opinion just be what it is and I express myself? And that's all I did, but that's not a secret. I've expressed that for over a year. Reasons why? I could give you a lot of reasons. One, I uh, am a college coach, and I like to be on campus and have that college feel that um, you know, you're just right there. Students can walk to the arena. Uh, you have control of the arena. You, 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 no one else gets control of the arena. When you now join forces with the city, they now have certain numbers of opportunities to use the arena, and it just takes away from that college feel. Uh, I also was very concerned about the fans 
a majority of our fans are the elderly and young uh, families with children. And where are they going to park? Uh, a high rise? It just didn't seem comfortable to me and, and for the fans and um, things like that. Um, you know, how long is the downtown going to flourish? You know, you see downtowns, they they peak and then they go down and then they peak again. And, um, you know, it, it just was my opinion, just like everybody has an opinion. And, and but that, you know, that's not here nor there. It's just I, I'd seen Floyd Casey was on Valley Mills and what it did when we brought that stadium to campus and how electric the, the campus atmosphere was. And then I wasn't here for the heart of Texas. Maybe you were when it was off campus. And I've heard nothing but how wonderful it was to, to have the Ferrell Center on campus. So it was just my opinion. Um, but I understand, you know, Baylor has to do what they have to do, regardless of what my opinion was. Talking to Kim Mulkey, ESPN Central Texas, um, and um, Kim is going into the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame this weekend, being presented by none other than his heiress, Michael Jordan. Last thing on this, Kim, um, it had to be surreal. You did your news conference. That I mean, it was great. You did a great job. It was just weird, I got to say. Just It was such a bittersweet type. I, it wasn't real sweet. I would say it's mostly bitter for me. But it was, you know, for you, it is an incredible opportunity. I, I am sort of curious how it had to be a little strange from afar to see then Baylor's new conference, uh, a new coach, come in and, and replacing you after 21 years. What did do you know anything about Nikki Collin? Have you crossed paths with her ever? What was your impression of all that? Was that a surreal experience for you? Well, I have to tell you, I didn't watch it. I'm, I'm, my head is spinning. I have so much to do, um, but I don't know Nikki. I do know who, um, you know, her husband is through the years of of playing. Uh, I don't know her personally. I don't know anything other than Kalani Brown plays for her. Uh, or played for her, um, you know, in Atlanta. Um, so I, 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 I just, I don't know anything to tell you other than um, I know that they probably did a very detailed um, search. Uh, selfishly, a part of me wanted, you know, one of my assistants to get it, but selfishly, a part of me um, also is glad that, you know. Satia has the opportunity to now go with me to LSU. Okay, so you're yeah you're putting the uh, staff together and and everything. How many by the way? How many tickets do you get to the uh, enshrinement? How many folks can you take? I know a ton of people want to be there for you, but I'm sure there's some sort of COVID regulations. How many people will you be able to have with you? Well, I actually can take care of my family, but all um, you know, people were invited. Tons of people from Baylor were invited. You have to give them a list and gave them a list, you know, when it was first announced of people, fans, administrators. They can buy suites and all that. I know Louisiana Tech, our AD, I heard from him today. They have a plane coming with the, with himself and uh, people at Louisiana Tech and the coach there. Um, you know, LSU has a plane going, and um, I'm, I hope that, that Baylor does, but I don't know. But I do know there are a lot of Baylor fans that bought tickets and that will be there, and it's just going to be exciting. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm blessed. I'm, I'm humbled. Uh, I can't wait. 
Uh, and it's, it's, you don't do this, Matt, by yourself. You don't get to this point in your life and in your career without people putting you in this position. And uh, it starts with the players. It- that is Kim Mulkey with Matt Mosley and Stephen Simcox from yesterday's show. If you want to hear the entire interview, you can go online at 1660 ESPN, and we have it up there as a podcast. But we're going to come back and wrap this thing up. You're listening to The John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's okay to say group on the radio. It's not a bad word. In fact, at Globe Life Field, group is a good word. This year, the Texas Rangers' new ballpark offers a safe place for you and your group to watch a game together. There are new group spaces and new group ticket prices start with just 10 guests. Don't be ashamed. Groups are good. Let us help you find the best space and deal for your group at 972rangers or texasrangers.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Payments for qualified buyer with 4000 down and 2.9%. TTNL Extra. See dealer for details. Travel is back and so are the savings at the Memorial Day Savings Event at Richard Carr. Save $5,900 on a 2021 Buick Encore. Drive off in the affordable luxury of a Buick Encore for as little as $258 a month. Or vacation in the spacious comfort of a three-row Buick Enclave and save $8,500. 100% credit approval is always our goal. It's the Memorial Day Savings Event going on now at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. Exceptional experience, extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry, trial lawyers with over 100 years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry now has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. If you need a lawyer that has exceptional experience and provides extraordinary results for clients, call them in Waco, 254-651-3690. Again, that's 254-651-3690. You can also visit the website and learn more about the firm at www.swclaw.com. For over 15 years, Wings Pizza and Things in Temple has been your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include two for $28 meal deals or their family feast. And you can top your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsintemple.com for their menu. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Slovacic Sausage and West. The Dallas Cowboys will travel to take on defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the NFL kickoff game on Thursday, September 9th at Raymond James Stadium. Logan Webb struck out 10 in six innings and the Giants beat the Rangers 4-2. Rangers have the day off before starting a series with the Astros in Houston tomorrow. Astros beat the Angels 5-1 and wrap up that series tonight. First pitch at 7-10. Mavericks' four-game win streak came to an end last night as the Grizzlies dropped the Mavs 132. 3 to 104. Mavericks host the Pelicans tonight. Tip is at 8 o'clock. Rockets are at the Lakers tonight. Tip at 9.30 and Spurs at the Nets. Tip at 7 o'clock. Baylor women's basketball coach Nikki Collin announced that director of athletic performance Jeremy Hefner will remain with the program. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. This is ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back into the John Morris Show. I am Garrett Ross. J-Mo will be back tomorrow, and we will have things normal and ready to go for you. But uh, I appreciate you listening to the show today and, you know, giving your time to me. And let's look ahead at what we have for you for the remainder of the day. Coming up next on your afternoon stretch, uh, the NFL tonight is going to release their full schedule for the season, uh, but the first week games have already been leaked per se, uh, as well as some of the the return to London games that are going to take place. So we'll dive into that. And then at 3.30, we're going to be joined by Kirk Bowles of the Austin American Statesman. Uh, we'll kind of check the pulse of everything going on down in Austin. Uh, obviously, you know, we'll talk Longhorns. Uh, we'll even talk some Austin FC. They've been having a lot of success. And then there's a big event coming to Austin in uh, mid-June that I want to touch base with Kirk on as well. And then coming up for you on game time, uh, we'll also talk a little bit about this week one schedule that has been revealed and then Hartford yesterday we talked about how Hartford has made the decision that to drop from D1 to D3 remember this is the team that the Baylor men knocked off to begin March Madness in pursuit of that national championship so we're going to be joined by their head coach coach Gallagher today to talk about that decision and where he sits right now Uh, as far as keeping those kids intact there's so much that's going to go into this uh, so we'll touch t- uh, talk with him at 4.30. We'll have our Ranger Roundup for you. Uh, they dropped a game yesterday. They dropped both of them out in San Francisco. Uh, they have a day off today, but we'll kind of uh, recap that uh, with some uh, post-game audio from skipper Chris Woodward. Bryce Cherry of the Waco Trib will join us at 5. There's a lot going on in the area regarding high school baseball, high school softball. MCC's getting ready to host their tournament. So it's going to be a lot of fun to talk with Bryce about that. And then I found this article this morning. I'm a real nerd when it comes to Forbes and uh, things like that. So I found this article where they're discussing the 10 highest paid athletes uh, across the board. And only two of them are from the NFL and one of them is close to home. So we'll get into that as well. But that's going to do it for today's episode of the John Morris Show. I appreciate you listening. Uh, J-Mo will be back tomorrow. Until then, peace out. John is trying to get me to tell you the story about the tick.